0: Welcome to the Noble 2-3 Podcast. Alright, man. Welcome to the podcast.
1: We live? We're live. Nice. We're doing it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. To Justin? To Justin and Amber, yes. And Jacob.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So, for those that don't know, um, I had mentioned Justin last, or on the first podcast episode, and... um. Justin was a, a dear friend of both of ours. And him and his wife were, um, murdered in their own home, mm-hmm. uh, November 18th, 2021. And, uh, still pretty sensitive subject to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought it would be cool to, to have. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, just silence it for next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh,
1: building a house you know how it goes there you go. sorry um,
0: but yeah so our friend uh Justin and his wife Amber are gone and but his their son Jacob's still around and just thought it'd be cool to talk about him yeah absolutely and keep him alive
1: absolutely so where you want to start oof. I don't know man I'm nervous dude I, I am too I, I've it's- been nervous since you've asked me to do this and I think it's it's definitely beneficial for me and probably Mm -hmm. you I'm speaking for you for (laughs) us to talk about it you know um, the only people I have to talk about it is people at the station you know and Tori too my my wife but
0: uh, yeah same with Des here and
1: it's still like people at my station aren't as weren't as close as me and you were to them you know so like they kind of get it they kind of understand we have that brotherhood you know but at
0: some point it's kind of like oh you're beating a dead horse yeah yeah well, yeah it's
1: just it's it's tough man times waves of emotion come over you you know and sometimes you can you know control the tears and sometimes you can't and uh you know I've learned as the time has gone on that you just embrace them you know yeah. be in tears and uh think about the good times that you had and and um, all that we're doing with the foundation we set up for Jacob and
0: yeah elaborate on that
1: uh so we started me, David Miller and uh, RC Vaughn are all on the board for Jacob's Pathway Foundation. Um we started a nonprofit, we're an official 501c3. Um that's to to take care of Jacob's financial needs as he as he grows up. So Jacob's 3. Um you know, we're going to pretty much take care of him until He's an adult and figures out what he wants to do, and then at some point we'll give him a big chunk of money if he doesn't spend it for college or, uh, you know, other living expenses as he gets older. So, uh just something that, you know, you you've been you've been there the long the whole path too yeah. since we started it, and the group of friends that that uh, Justin had, and even the people that aren't on the board have done a lot to help and and been there to support us, and uh you know, it's going well, you know, we've raised a lot of money and, uh, the department has done a lot, um, at the beginning to help us and they still, uh, are helping us, uh, along the way we started that, uh, uh I don't, I want to call it a d- direct deposit, but essentially just pulls out of your check at yeah. our department to go into our foundation. And that's something that we're going to try to expand on as we go, uh, start getting into the recruit schools. We need to come up with some sort of presentation or whatever, something quick, just to, you know here's a here's how we can help our our brother you know his legacy and help his son and right and uh you know really show that you know this is a brotherhood type thing so
0: i think uh, it would also help too with the whole fact that the training center now has those road signs yeah absolutely with their names on it now yeah that was awesome a, sto- a little bit more story to mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah you got jacobs avenue and hicks way and all that i mean I, no one to this day still as as far as I know knows who came up with that idea uh that that day great we were idea. down there. Do what now? Great idea though. Yeah, it was. They uh when they dedicated it, they had the ceremony down there uh at the training center, they even said it there like, We're sorry, but we don't remember who who had this idea, but it's a great idea and, and we implemented it right away. And, you know, being up there with uh, uh Mr. Boggs, Amber's Amber's dad, Mark Boggs, up there in the ladder truck. You know, uh, me and David with the reveal of the signs was just a very special moment and, uh, you know, happy to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I'm glad that it's going to be a part of Justin Amber's legacy for as long as that training center is alive. Yeah. (laughs) So, um,
0: it's cool to every time you go up there, you see it and and then they're starting to go through the command at the address. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. We were at the training center all day yesterday doing the blue card stuff and, you're hearing it on the radio every single time. You know, it never gets old, so it's yeah. good stuff. Uh, but I appreciate you letting me uh, throw these puns in here for our foundation. Excuse me. Uh, that We finally come up with a date, May 20th, for our ne- second annual Jacobs Pathway Foundation Cornhole Tournament. Nice. So the first one was a huge success. Uh, a lot of work. None of us – said. well, RC's had a little – Uh. He's had a little experience in, in doing stuff like that. But me and David, is a whole new realm of setting up a, fa- a fundraiser, you know, especially a, a large cornhole tournament like we had, which, like I said, was a huge success. And a lot of people donated um, for the raffle. And uh, the second the second annual is in May. Uh, same place, Reformation Brewery in Canton. Uh, cornhole tournament. We got Cornhole Atlanta helping us out. Um, uh, I don't know. Many people probably don't really remember Brett Kelly, but uh, his dad Dwight's helping us out with that. He's a he's a competitive cornhole uh, player, and he's going to help us set that up. And got other people uh, like Brian Thomas. He's a DJ. He's going to be doing the DJ for us. So it's yeah. He did it last year too. Yeah, and they're going to be uh, naming a beer for Justin again. Last year we did the Eagle Bear. I'm not sure if we're going to do that one again. It seems appropriate to me but um you know they're going to donate a portion of each one of the beers sold to the foundation and you know it's just it's going to be great you know just keeping the memory alive yeah it's going to be fun so we're working on a flyer and just getting the stuff together to where we can start getting it out that was our biggest problem last time was just getting it out to people so um with our pio at the department he's going to help us get it out a little better than last time and get it out on the social medias and all that jazz cool yeah man and
0: then just another form here for that small audience yes yeah
1: well i mean it, it'll grow i'm yeah, sure hopefully uh i've enjoyed i've enjoyed listening to what you've had going so far Thank you. uh everything that you like i pretty much like too outdoors and you know america and fire department and hoorah you know there it's you pretty go. cool man awesome so.
2: <clears throat>
0: um where were you when you when you found out though?
1: Oh man, here really? we go. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember all this. Oh god. Yeah. So actually, oh, it's,
0: got, it's not like a nine eleven day. It's yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. I remember every aspect of it.
1: Absolutely, man. I remember. I mean, I could walk you through the whole thing. You know, it in uh, days after that. You know, it's like uh, I actually started. I have a little landscaping business uh, on the side of the fire department. Probably like half the other people that are firemen. And, uh, we've all done landscaping. Yes, exactly. I've done it since I was little and just never got away from it. So, uh, I was actually at a job right down the street from Justin's neighborhood, uh, starting a new one, clearing it out, getting, getting ready to get going on it. And I was out there, um, uh, I don't even remember when I got the call. It was late morning, I believe. But funny thing was I had my parents out there too. They were, they were just helping me, you know, uh, do some stuff and, uh, get ready to start this job, throwing trash away and whatnot. And cause they lived right down the street. And so they came and helped me. And, uh, uh, I got a phone call from Justin's brother, Mike. I was like, that's weird. Why is, why is Mike calling me? You know? And, uh, I didn't really think much about it because, you know, I've done a lot of family activities with, Justin and Amber between birthdays and his wedding and you know just hanging out with him and his family you know uh honestly I don't know why I didn't pick it up but I just kept working I was like I'll call him back in a minute had my hands full and uh and I got another call from um Nick Durham and uh, me and Nick been pretty close for many years and uh I picked up the phone and he said you know, did you hear about Justin? I said, what are you talking about? He said, they found him dead. They found him and Amber dead. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they found him in his, they found them in their house dead. I was like, what are you talking? Like, I was just like, what do you mean? What do you mean he's, what do you mean they're
0: dead? Yeah, I was the same way.
1: And then I start like running through my head, you know, the the fire department runs through my head, you know, on the hazmat team, like, well, was it a CO leak? Like, did they not just wake up, you know, and tells you how long I've been at 21, right? Just go straight to the hazmat thinking, you know, I'm like, uh, had to been a CO leak or something, you know, they just fell asleep, never woke up. And, uh, Nick was like, I don't know, dude. I don't know what happened. All I hear all, you know, there was an email that came out. So I don't even really remember the conversation with Nick the only reason I remember to tell you now was what we had a conversation afterward. Like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Nick was like, hey, I'm sorry you had to hear it from me. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I didn't even remember that I talked to him, you know. And I called Mike back, Justin's brother, and he picked up and was like, yeah, man, he's dead. Like, he was pretty calm. His brother was, and I was like, dude, I was already just a freaking disaster, you know, just pouring tears and. Uh, he was like you know they think there was foul play involved dad you know dad went over there and saw a broken window and, and that's pretty much all he could tell me um, then you know and uh, oh man I just I got off the phone with him dude and I just you know I'm I'm a very religious person and like I've never done this before but I just looked up at God and was like why you know, why, you know? Yeah. Why him? And uh It's rough, dude. <clears throat> so I called the homeowner and was like, Hey, I gotta go. I've had a, you know, family emergency. I got I'm sorry I can't be here, you know? And they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. Just let us know when you come back and uh uh I just I don't even remember where I went. Like I got in the truck and I just started driving and I called my wife and told her, and she was, you know, obviously distraught as well. And, uh, uh, I think I went home, and, uh, you know, which was like an hour away. So I finally got home, and, you know, Tori was like, you want me to come pick you up? Like, no, I'll make it. <laughs> and, uh, that night they did, was it the Reformation thing that evening? Yeah. So met up went to the reformation thing dude and i just got i mean i just got plastered i mean i was just obliterated <laughs> and uh Tory ended up taking me home at like eight thirty. i was just
0: i think i might have left before you got there
1: did you go to the canton one oh no yeah we y'all are at woodstock, woodstock. Yeah. yeah i went to the can i didn't even know y'all were at the woodstock one
0: yeah it was just like small groups yeah
1: but we uh we went to the canton one because the uh the 575 fools was just kind of putting something together for everybody and that wanted to come um, and then you know the, Tori obviously took me home and then uh, <laughs> we we, it's kind of a, a joke kind of with you know it's a sick joke but we're all a little sick in our own way but uh, the dark humor yes so on the way home from Reformation I had to work the next day and I obviously wasn't going to make it so I called my captain at the time, and or he's still my captain. But I called him and was like, "Hey, man, I'm on Intel time, and I'm trying to figure out how to call out, but I just can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't know how to do this." He's like, "Don't worry, bud, I got you." So he, uh, you know, he called out for me, I guess, and we did that uh, that debriefing or whatever at 23 the next morning, which was I'd never been a part of anything like that and it was super helpful i feel like um you know short short and to the point but it was nice being there with other loved ones of justin and
0: yeah i missed that one
1: oh did you i called out too yeah
0: but i mean i was up in blue ridge and oh yeah yeah they're like hey we're gonna do the the csid the yeah cri- and um critical <laughs> incident stress debrief and I was just kinda of like wrapped up in my own emotions of like Oh, sure. It was and it was kind of selfish too on my part, but I was like, I'm not driving a like no. an hour and a half just no. to go down there for yeah. a couple of minutes just to come back and I just yeah. I just kinda of wallowed in my own Yeah. Um but uh yeah, we we were up in Blue Ridge at the time and um I had to take my dog Cora down to a vet appointment. Uh she had like blown out her knee and I think mm. we were like doing like a pre-op kind of thing, Mm -hmm. making sure everything was ready to go. And I remember just like sitting in my car, because this is like just height of COVID and like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you can't come in. You got to, I'm like, all right, well, here's my dog and I'll just chill out in the parking lot. And I was doing something just killing time. It was probably Instagram or YouTube, something like that. And I can't remember if he called or texted, but it was Nick Leslie.
2: Mm. He's
0: like, you hear about Justin, the email. I'm like, no. And yeah, uh, told me and, my first thought was to call Tim. Yeah. Um Tim had swung by um I think it was 32 one day and we just ended up like shooting the shit for like 2 hours outside mm-hmm. of the the station just talking. Mm-hmm. Really cool guy and just kind of connected pretty quickly and Oh yeah. Um he gave me his number. He's like, "Hey man, if you ever need to talk about anything, just give me a holler." Sure. And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely cool." So I had his number and he was just a wreck yeah he still is um he's like the thing that broke my heart was do you know if justin has any enemies
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i was like no mm-hmm. like absolutely not like justin's just like for anybody that knew him like he was just he was a freaking teddy bear mm-hmm. he was just like the nicest guy ever i mean he like anybody he's got anger um <laughs> get over mad over certain things but i mean that's <laughs> it's anybody yep. um but yeah, like, w- I got off the phone with him, and I just kind of sat there. Yeah. I'd, and I was, like, I was holding it in pretty well. Like, my I was getting, like, teary-eyed, but, like, I wasn't, like, full-on crying mm-hmm. yet. And I was just like, what the? And I just kind of didn't know what was going on. And then they, the, the vet place called me, and I was like, okay, I got to go. I kind of, like, walked away from my car just to kind of, like, pace back and forth in a parking mm-hmm. lot. And, um finally picked her up and i called up isaiah and i asked him if he had knew, knew and he said he had just found out and we're like let's go to let's go to reformation yeah so he was leaving early so i still had the dog with me so i was like all right i'm just gonna call Des, let her know what i'm gonna do and i'm still maintaining like composure mm-hmm. like, second i heard her voice oh yeah it was just yeah. like yeah. the floodgates open I was, like, ugly crying. Oh, yeah. Just bawling, and I'm driving down 92, and I'm just, like, I could barely, like, see out of my eyes because I'm crying so hard. I had to, like, pull into Target, and I'm just, like, sitting in, like, in the Target parking lot. Like, I had to put it in park, and I'm just, like, yeah, just yeah. breaking down. Oh, yeah. Um, and I told her what we were going to do, and um, then we ended up going to Reformation for mm. a while, and. All the beer started stacking yeah. up as, like, the no, memorial yeah. Did, can't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. There was a whole bunch of them <laughs> next to them. Yep.
0: Yeah. It was cool.
1: Yeah, man. It was, it's still crazy. Like, it's been, what, a year and a half close yeah. to now. Like, still doesn't seem like I still feel like I want to call them up from time to time, you know? And, you know, Little about me and Justin's relationship, if I can. Yep. Uh, he started at 21 on B shift, and uh, uh, <laughs> he was a big dude, you know. And Chief Wilkins come in, and we're like, "Well, Chief, what are we getting?" Because he was down at the down at the recruit ceremony. Like, all y'all getting uh, Justin Hicks, you know, in his Chief Wilkins voice, and we're like, "Oh, cool." Is he a good one? He's like, "Yeah." He's a big boy, but he's got a big old heart, you know. And that was a hundred percent true. Big dude, big heart, you know. And man, he worked hard, and you know, got after it every day. And and I was able to swoop in and pick him up for landscaping, and and me and him literally worked every day together. We were either on shift, or you know, back then I was I was pretty in depth with my with my little business, and and me and him would go out and cut grass or do install jobs or whatever every day we weren't on shift you know the only times we didn't see each other was on the weekends that we weren't on shift you know and and then on top of that we would still go you know fishing together and frisbee golfing or whatever you know and we just he was one of those people to me that was like a brother plus some you know like we enjoyed each other's company we had very similar interests We truly loved each other. And, you know, it's just a bond that was deeper than, you know, I could say for a lot of people, you know. And, and, uh, you know, it's a friendship that doesn't come around very often, you know. And totally agree. And it's just heartbreaking. Still is, you know. But, uh, I remember, uh, you know, his funeral. which was awesome. His hands church did an amazing job and everybody stepping up to the plate with, uh, finding them a, a grave site. And I think, uh, the chiefs, a couple of the chiefs uppers even went ahead and bought the, the, the grave sites and out of their own pocket, you know, and, yeah, and I heard that. just a lot of, a lot of cool, a lot of cool things went down. Um, but on the way, on the way to the, funeral from coming was where i was living at the time tim texted me and was like i don't think i'm going to be able to stand up there today and give a speech or what is it eulogy is that the right term Mm,
0: eulogy yeah
1: so uh he's like would you do it for me and i'm like oh really (laughs) you know like i felt honored that he would ask me to do that but i was a wreck too you know so I typed up something on. The, I got Tori to drive and I typed up something on the way down there. And uh, I think it turned out, I think it went well. And it did. And I, you know, y'all standing behind me, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Just another aspect of the brotherhood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like ever since that event and, you know, leading after that event and like our upper echelon changing, I actually, like, I couldn't say that I could feel the brotherhood in the fire department but like nowadays I can, I can see it, you know,
0: there has been a definitive change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I
1: can't say that for everyone, but I can, I can see a difference in, uh, for the better, obviously. And, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I got plenty of stories and memories. It's just, where do you even begin? (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, uh, um,
0: kind of touching on the funeral and everything. I remember the, um, the viewing and like you go in there and um paid your I, like i paid my respects and the uh the church how it's set up like it had like a i guess like a, a v alleyway or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so it's like you come down one and dude i just <laughs> went off the other one and i got ambushed <laughs> by tim oh yeah and um i mean it was good and we talked and like we hugged it we hugged it out and then i just like continued into the darkness yeah into like that other little like hallway room and i yeah. just like stood there and like just like i went down to like my knees and just kind of like fetal position i just like sat there and
1: wow wow
0: it was it was rough and when i finally like kind of like collected myself i'm like walking back out and i think you and little were coming in with his gear okay and Little like passed off the, the boots and pants to <laughs> yeah. me, and I was like, I gotta go back in. But like, yeah. it was cool setting up his gear yeah. one last time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the funeral was awesome. Yeah. Just to see, like,
1: there was like a thousand people here. I think yeah. is what I heard.
0: But then it was like Cobb County engines were yeah. like, um, they were covering our stations so that way like we could all be there and like just the yeah that was like the movie worthy like brotherhood that like I had always like seen yeah been told oh, about yeah. but never really saw yeah. yep. it was like so cool to see yeah the, the extent of it
1: yeah i mean all of it like the fire the fire truck procession yes and, you know the queue and the air horns and
0: it yeah. was awesome it was man
1: yeah I, I at the viewing i mean it took me a while so like i got there pretty early uh you know they they got us all dressed up in the Level was I don't even know what those things are called. Class B's? the- Yeah, the fancy ones. I was gonna say class oh, A. The A's. Hey, did we? Did you have the jacket on? Yeah, The jacket. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not an officer, but they like they decked me out with one, you know, and um, yeah. I thought it was a level A, but I was like, no, that's hazmat again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the class A is when I think he put on the jacket. Yeah, he's like without. the Yeah.
1: Jacket. So we got there early, got dressed in the back. Um. And then, like, I remember, like, just being up front in the mezzanine, uh, like, talking to people for a while. And then, like, I, I worked my way into the doors, like, where he actually was. And it's a huge area. Yeah. And I just could have st- stood there and talked for, like, I just slowly inched my way to where, like, I found myself in line, you know, to go pay my respects as well. And, like, my ho- I've, I'll never forget that feeling. Like, my heart was just like, pounding out of my chest you know like n- more nervous than i've ever been in my life because i didn't want to i still didn't want to believe it i didn't either you know like there's no way this is actually really happening you know and then i got down there and saw that stupid little mustache on his face dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was great that was yeah the, that was great dude no
0: shave november he still had his, yes. his crappy mustache yeah they left
1: it on him man he's going to the grave with it <laughs> oh man yeah but they looked they both looked really good they did a good job with them and carrying that casket that big old joker dude <laughs> it was heavy it was heavy i was like, right, like don't the, drop it don't the drop it alone is
0: probably like a couple hundred pounds yes. and then justin's a big dude yes
1: yeah Yeah.
0: And trying to, like, walk in line while off-balanced, holding. Yes, because it was on that
1: hill or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, everything went as well as it could have, I guess, for the situation, which is good. You can't ask for any more than that, I guess.
0: No. But. You really can't? No. I mean, it was a, like, perfect. Funeral, if if you can even call it that, like just Hollywood textbook firefighter funeral. Just like this is, this the situation sucks, but you're just like, wow, yeah,
1: yeah, awesome. Did you like when you got hired? Did they have like a like all that paperwork you fill out? Like I remember when I got hired. I don't think I I dreamed this up, but like when we got hired, there was like you could check certain things you wanted if you like died in the light of duty.
0: I have no idea. So, and
1: they're remember. like, some of those on there were like, do you want to be on the back of a fire truck or whatever? Uh, you know? And I was like, this is pretty cool. Heck yeah, I do. You know? But I don't remember that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't dream that up. But
0: there's a lot of stuff going on in those couple of days of like new hiring. Yes. Well,
1: and everything stuff. changes too. Like our department changes their way they do things, it seems like every couple of years. So who knows? Hmm. I don't remember.
0: Um, yeah, we were around the the, the kitchen table the other, the other night and Miller was like, dude, I found an old video of Justin. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, you remember when we went over to RC's house and he's like, I I bet you I can punch through a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did he do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but
0: he's got him, Miller's got him on video and he's just like, he's lining up his fists and he's like, doing it all wrong to where like he's hitting those knuckles yeah yeah and i'm like no you you gotta punch like this and he just (laughs) he's just wailing on this thing and it really just looks like he's like close fisted smacking it (laughs) not even punching it yeah he's like i can't do it (laughs) i can't do it
1: oh man
0: but it was just so cool it's like you hanging around that kitchen table the fire table yeah just sharing one more oh, memory yeah. that we had all kind of forgotten about. Yeah. And it was just like, we all just died laughing again. It was just so funny. Just watching that. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: His stupid face. Just like, Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, when he, you know, he proposed to Amber, uh, at station 21. And, uh, uh, I put his jacket on, like even at the station or when we were landscaping, people would always mix us up cause we were similar statures and, you know, big guys and uh i wore his jacket and we we're like he was like hey amber come to the station and watch us do a training drill or whatever you know so she'd come up and uh i climbed up the ladder and we had he had this banner made we had it all pre-set up you know we practiced on it before she came and uh you know we all gave him a hard time for it but it was it was a pretty cool proposal but I climbed to the top and I I dropped that banner and it got all freaking hung up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap! So like I fixed real it real big quick big and it and it it ended up working out. And then you know she's like looking up, staring at it, and then she realizes what's going on. And then uh, and then Justin come walking around the truck, you know, and got down on one knee or whatever. And uh, you know, it was it was pretty cool. But I always gave him a hard time. I'm like, you know, I'm the one that actually dropped the banner and asked the question so <laughs> she was all you know she said yes to me you know yeah. and uh yeah just always giving each other hard times fun you know
0: were you there for the uh the gender reveal yeah when they sprayed 23? the blue water yeah. or
1: whatever yeah, that was pretty cool yeah that was yeah. cool i don't i think i took off uh that day and just come down there and watched it or the morning the day half or whatever but uh yeah that was cool
0: yeah he was like Fist up in the air,
1: yeah. Like, he was so proud. "Yeah, like, oh, yeah boy. a boy." Yeah, yeah, man. Justin, I mean, did not matter what we did, you know. Like, uh, we you know we'd work out or whatever at the station, and like pull ups. wasn't very good at a pull up or a bench press, but he could he could throw you around if you wanted to. You know, like he was just a big man. Okay. You know, if he got mad or got, got into it, he could he could move some dang weight around. You know. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, I lost my train of thought. But.
0: Speaking of like throwing weight around and everything, like the, the whole Eagle bearer thing. Yes. We had done, um, we had done a contest one day. I don't know who had it, but the challenge ended up being, um, how many times you could flip this telephone pole.
1: Oh yeah. Perfect challenge for me.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: whose idea was that?
0: I'm pretty sure it was his. Okay, well, that makes sense. So it's me, Miller, (laughs) Hicks, and Max Post. Yeah. We all started doing it, and I want to say, like, we got about five in. Miller bows out. He goes, I got a bad shoulder. He goes, I'm not even going any further. I think I did one or two more just to, like, just to up him. And then I was like, all right, I'm done. And then it was just Max and Justin back and forth. Yep. Max finally bowed out, and Justin did, like, two more just to, like, i think ended off at 20 yep. and like jaw drop. Like, that's holy awesome crap man mm-hmm. like yeah he just kept moving that thing around and i'm like psh, i'm gonna end up getting like looney tunes like yes. bend in, just yep. like drop my arm and just get that hammered into the ground
1: yeah. we have this uh the hill behind 21 we call it either Jawbo hill or because he's the one that made it or 53 yeah he did or 50 (laughs) yeah no i mean it's a hill and then like they've gone up it so many times pulling the tire that it's like created a a course up there you know and uh or we call it 53 hill because it's sucks so bad you want a 53 (laughs) (laughs) yourself but anyway uh paul faulkner when he was working with us at 21 paul's in very good shape Loved to work out uh Paul and Justin, we did it. We did a big gear workout as we usually did, and one of the circuits was dragging. It's like a thirty-five inch mud tire or something up the hill, around the big pine tree, and back down the hill. Well, Justin and Justin and Paul got in like a competition, like who who would finally stop, right? Okay. And Paul was egging it on, like you better not beat me because he was still pretty new. Justin was, and and. Dude, he started turning like pale white and it started getting dark, and he wouldn't give up, but when it was his turn that that final time he had the tire and he just carried it all the way back to the training tower and like put it away underneath the training tower. It usually stays by the hill, but he carried it all the way across the parking lot and put it away like we're done yeah. <laughs> and dude, that was just funny, you know uh he didn't give up, but he put it away. <laughs> it was no longer done we had the the belt at 21 we didn't have the eagle we had the the belt that alec had bought and we'd do competitions like that too you know fun times man like i mean we modeled ours after yours (coughs) yeah like
0: well we can't have the belt yeah so we were like all right we got to come up with (coughs) some trophy and of course justin being the king of goodwill yes just like oh look what i found and just comes back with like random things all the time from goodwill yep comes back with his ceramic eagle <laughs> with like wings outstretched like mama bird over a nest with like little babies <laughs> and i was like oh uh, all right i'll buy like a yeah. metallic gold paint yeah and we'll paint make that this, sucker yeah, yeah we'll make this thing into something and yeah. it became like the golden eagle yeah that's great it was like for our shift it was like coveted
1: yes yeah you yeah know. the belt was for us too yeah yeah but, it,
0: i mean it built like so much like crew camaraderie. oh absolutely like, absolutely
1: yeah that's the thing man like Yeah, I got another story about the the belt here in a second, but that just, that, like, brings me to think about, like, the camaraderie. You know, like, dude, I don't want to complain at all, but, like, it's just every day is something that needs to be done right then and there. Go to the training center. Go do – I mean, it's just like – and then by the time you're done with all the stuff that – people have put on you for the day or covering for other people. Like it's nine o'clock at night, everyone's tired, you know, and like the working out and the and the the playing games to, you know, build the camaraderie. Most of the time those games were PT related, you know, which was what we should be doing, you know. And but like now it's like the engine doesn't get back till late. So it's just three of us on the truck. And we got other stuff we got to do with all the trucks in the station. And it's like, or whatever busy work we got to do for the day. It's like, we're missing that camaraderie. And I've brought it up multiple times. I mean, there's your occasional days now that, you know, that we actually squeeze in some sort of Frisbee or, you know, soccer or actually work out together or whatever, which is nice, but it's just not what it used to be. Like we would train, work out, play some games and the day was ours back in the day, you know, like run your calls, yeah, run your calls, do your chore of the day or whatever. And it's just a lot, always a lot to be done in that. And we're missing that, that competition between us that's building the camaraderie. And uh, I mean, I hope I'm making sense, but it's just, it sucks that it's what it's turned into, but you know, it just is what it is, I guess. And yeah. we're the days we can find the time to build as a as a team, we will. But you know, we got seven assigned there now, and it's like we still only run with five most of the time. So we'll Our see. Permanent floaters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know their department's trying to get the minimums up and hire people, and maybe we'll get there sooner rather than later. But One but day. those were good times, man. I really miss all that. You know. We've talked about getting another belt or we were just talking about that a couple of shifts Alec, ago. Alec
0: took it, right? Yeah. 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 He
1: took it. Well, he won it the last shift. He was at 21 before he got moved to 23. So we told him if he didn't win it, he had to keep it there, but he won it and then took it with him. So we nice. got, we're going to find another idol to worship yeah, there up there, like, I guess. <laughs> 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 yeah. <False idols>. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. He had like two hanging up at uh, his bunk yeah. in 23. I'm like, the second one.
1: Dude, we would... You name it. We had, like, unicycle, which was, like, the demise of my shoulder, like, the start of the ripstick that destroyed my shoulder on shift, you know? But we did all kinds of stuff, like, water balloon launchers, shooting them over the stations. We'd have, like, big bullseyes on the other side of the station that we had to hit. Yeah, what was that story with Justin? Like, he got, like, nailed? Yeah, I was leading up to that one. So, we did all kinds of things. Like, we would try to kick the football into the windows of the training tower, Mm -hmm. like, as a competition. They would be like different point systems or whatever. So like Ski Ball. Yeah. So then it turned into let's shoot water balloons into it, you know? And then it turned into Justin, go stand in the doorway and see if we can hit you. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he went and stand he went stood in the doorway and bent over, you know, with his butt facing us. And uh I don't remember I don't remember who launched the water balloon. I don't remember who it was. But all of us were standing there. It was like me, Alec, Weasel, Josh Warren uh i don't remember who else was on our shift then but we're all a part of this training (laughs) and uh crew building yeah crew building and uh that water balloon gets launched and it's just like the perfect trajectory you know like you just oh we're like oh no way that's gonna hit him you know and it gets closer and closer and we're all like
2: no way
1: you know and then it just nails him right in the butt and it didn't explode that freaking water balloon just walked like warped on his butt and then fell and popped and (laughs) dude all of us just hit the ground rolling laughing you know including justin and it just dude that was that was hilarious that was a good story to remember uh we talked about that one every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep.
0: i remember this time uh Justin wanted to get a haircut on shift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like buy somebody there or like go to a place and get a haircut.
0: Go, go get a haircut. But R C was like I could do it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> he, st- <laughs> he started He was him so a- picky about his hair too, dude. That was the best part about it. Yes. Was, he was
0: so picky about it. So Justin's like sitting there and he's got like the little towel like wrapped around him and he's like sitting in the bay and we're just egging him on and RC was like doing a fine job. And uh but it had gotten to a point where it's like it was that in between phase where like you layer it up and everything. Like you ever get a haircut, sometimes they you're like, What the yeah, hell? Are you gonna, yeah. Oh, okay. And then yeah, he, he gets finished and you're like, Oh, alright, now it looks good. <laughs> um but that in between phase, it looked like <laughs> The worst bowl cut you've ever seen. <laughs> we have a picture of him. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's just, like, distraught.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I used to tease him all the time because he'd go to, like, an actual salon and pay a bunch of money for a haircut. Like, haircuts were his thing, man. He liked a, good, a good-looking a good haircut. <laughs> so I could only imagine what he was feeling. I think we ended up getting
0: a call, like, halfway through. And he had to, like, <laughs> he had to throw a baseball cap on um to go oh, do the call, man. and then he came back and we got it finished but like he was like so, such a nervous wreck for the whole yes. thing that we're just laughing because like oh yeah his anxiety level yeah. over his bad appearance yeah. um oh man it was so funny i think he ended up getting like it didn't look bad by the end of it and uh but he got a haircut like the very yes. day from somebody
1: dude talking about his temper man uh segueing into that uh we we'd be out working, and crepe myrtles. You know, like people trim the tops off of crepe myrtles, little decorative trees. You know. Yep. And he hated them, but I'd be up in the tree cutting, and I'd just be dropping them on the ground, and he'd be picking them up, you know, to go take them. And they every now and then they'd hit him, and he'd get pissed. And another one hit him. <laughs> and by, before the end of it, he started just throwing tools across the yard because he'd get so mad about these things hitting him. I wasn't doing it on purpose, you know. And then we're at this one lady's house cleaning up leaves or something and she comes out and she's like oh don't you just love doing this kind of work it just builds character justin you can just see him over there like (laughs) eye twitching (laughs) yeah (laughs) building character you know as her son rolls up in his mustang like playing techno music and walks inside you know the teenager he's like maybe he needs some character building you know like just getting more and more angry uh you know, he'd, he'd, he'd have his glasses on and those work tune headphones that had radios on them, you know? Oh, yeah. And he'd be sitting there working, and customers would come up to talk to him because they would mistake us, and he would just rev it higher <laughs> and just stare him in the face, you know, like the hatred in his heart for landscaping, but, you know, he wanted to work, and he was a good worker.
0: <laughs> um, I ended up working for <clears throat> Hawker for a while, and we were working. Oh, I remember there. that, yeah. We were doing stuff in Harmony. yeah. And- I poached hicks from you for a while, and we were doing those retention ponds. And uh, the first retention pond we do, like, he just gets lit up. Yellow jackets? With yellow jackets.
1: Yes, yes. I just see him, like, running. (laughs) Dude, it never failed. When we were working together, I would hit the nest and walk on by, and then they would attack him. It was just never, never ending.
0: Dude, he was, like, running up that hill, like, getting out of there, and he's like, taking off all his clothes trying to get the yellow jackets off and you could just tell like yeah he's like holding in the anger. <laughs> yes. yeah. so we go and uh we were doing about like two a day i think so we go to the next one i was like dude that sucks and everything i was like i guess it's like my time and then he hits the second one yeah
1: yeah oh yeah i and hate we did things. probably
0: like six or eight that entire summer and
1: those were the only two yeah and he got both of them yep and yep. he's like he just see it and, like, oh he, yeah he's, like you didn't get hit by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One. It happened every time with us, too. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> they liked him. They had that sweet blood, I guess. Yeah. That Tennessee blood. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, Alex Stice, you remember mm-hmm. him? Yeah, yeah. His buddy? He's a volunteer.
0: Yeah, I ran into him the other day.
1: So, me and him actually went and got tattoos, uh, like our own separate tattoo in memory of Justin. And, uh, stice got me hooked up with uh paragon tattoo in cartersville uh guys named steve that owns the shop and uh if anyone's looking to get a tattoo uh he does good work for a good price really and uh he started this thing he was trying to explain it to me where like he started a tattoo religion <laughs> where like essentially what he was getting at is tattoos or therapy you know Proven, expensive therapy but yeah, yeah proven expensive well I mean going to a, a therapist is yeah that's true probably not much more different you know I mean I, I don't really know but I'd imagine it's expensive and uh anyway like if you if you're a first responder and you've gone through some sort of traumatic event like you would qualify for that he does a tattoo for like 100 bucks wow for you know for that purpose okay so it's pretty cool that he does it and
0: I've been meaning to get a forearm tattoo for the longest time yeah
1: yeah i actually ended up getting two you know in memory of nice because there was two that i liked (laughs) but uh yeah alex what reminded me of that is alex got the volunteer like symbol i guess the guy holding the rifle or whatever um for justin oh the tennessee volunteer yeah the The volunteer yeah okay and then uh he did some cool design with it but um you yeah, know, was that was a pretty cool thing to do, and having Paragon tattoo, being willing to help first responders is all cool. cool. I didn't know it. that mm-hmm. they did that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, if anyone out there likes tattoos,
0: might actually have to go get mine now. Yeah. But just keep putting it off.
1: It's, it's expensive, dude. It is. It's expensive. He's he really is a good price. He really is for the work that he does. So, uh, but he's booked. You know, like six months out or some crap. They always are. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man.
0: (laughs) Any other good stories you can think of?
1: Oh man, I mean, just the the fishing and the we loved. Oh, I got a good one. We would go frisbee golfing all the time, and he never beat me, never once beat me. And there was a there was a time that he almost won at Sequoia Park. It was the last time we played together and like it was the very end he just botched the last one. Oh, i know but had it. i know but we do we enjoyed it we would go after work all the time we'd go after shift that was and then just going up to his place at lake arrowhead and, and fishing man I, those are memories i'll never i'll never forget <clears throat> and uh now that my son <clears throat> austin he's he's turning four this month uh i took him fishing um we're staying at a place called the R Ranch in Delanoa in a in a camper while we're finishing our house, and uh, they got lakes up there. It's a private RV community thing. And uh, I took Austin fishing a couple times, and he's he's caught a bass and some brim and dude, he's hooked. Like pun intended, you know. Like he watches fishing shows, he talks about fishing every day. So like I'm looking at getting maybe a little John boat or something. They have a nice a nice uh, pond up there and or a reservoir up there in Delanoa start taking Justin or Justin Austin out you know and every time I go fishing or just thinking about me going fishing with Austin makes me think of Justin because that was him and his dad's thing like they love to fish together yeah there's so many stories they have and me and Justin enjoyed fishing he was a good fisherman a good angler if you will
0: um yeah while me and him were in medic school Mm -hmm. he was always talking about fishing and he goes man when we finally get free time yeah man he goes we're gonna go fishing and I was like I was like, I want to learn how to fly fish. He goes, Oh, I know how to do it. Yeah. Like, I'll teach you. Yeah. I'll do all this stuff, and it was, it was one of those things that like never yeah. got fulfilled. And um, after medic school, I was like, you know what? I'm i I'm gonna continue on with it. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try it out, and um, sadly enough, I haven't done it as much as I yeah. wanted. But of course, um, dude, I got a fly pole. Yeah, I got some. I've stuff never
1: gone fly fishing. I'd like to learn. It's freaking hard. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And Speak. I'm
0: like, I watch, like, a ton of YouTube videos. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, he did this, he did that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll try that the next time. It's all and, in the wrist. And then, <laughs> dude, the tying of the knots. Yeah. I'll like, do. I was never really good at that, yeah. and then it's, like, micro knots, too, yeah, and yeah. I just
1: get frustrated at that. Like, building I'll, the little flies, you mean, or just tying no, them just, on there? just tying oh, the yeah, knot yeah.
0: or the the, the fly yeah. onto the line. <clears> I finally get it, and I like, test it. I'm like, oh, I didn't come loose yep and then like first cast gets snagged in a tree i'm like (laughs) yeah
1: yep (laughs) yep yep. speaking of that man like well how did how does this i know you're the you're the host but i'm asking a question now like go for it how how has this changed what you were just saying about yeah we'll get to it
0: um so the podcast in itself is like it's, it's kind of like a nod and the name is kind of a nod to him too. Yeah. Um, two, three and, um, 23 was the last station he was at and Mm -hmm. it was the station that we were Mm -hmm. together at. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it has a special place in Mm -hmm. my heart. Um, but also through doing this just in the short time that I've done it, like I've already started talking to more people than I have in a long time. Reconnecting with old friends I mean, Kevin Bates and Brooke Ice being the first two episodes. Yeah. I mean, we are in recruit school together. We've mm-hmm. done a couple of things, but it's like you, you grow up and you grow your own separate ways. Yeah. But it was a cool experience just to, like, sit down and actually, like, reconnect with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, so.
1: Yeah, this is a cool thing, man. It's a good thing.
0: I- I'm enjoying it so far, and it's like there's been more that's, like, happened, like, off the mic, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'm sure. But I've reconnected with a guy that – I went to EMT school with mm-hmm. and then a guy that I worked with Bates and I both worked at Lowe's together with oh, okay. He said he, he worked for the cab. Uh, he worked before I got there and then okay. he left to go to the Marines. Yeah, yeah, Um, and, um, so yeah, me and this other guy, like we, we, uh, we were on that path of like trying to get hired on by fire departments mm-hmm. and he ended up going to cab, and he said he'd come on later and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's just with COVID, and Blue Ridge, like, we sold our house in Woodstock and we moved up to Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. It was just this compounding, like, thing of, like, seclusion. Yeah. And, like, everybody felt COVID.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, For sure. I'd say,
0: like, the firefighters and, like, the uh, the essential workers didn't feel it as much because it's like, hey, you still got to go do your yeah. normal routine. Sure, yeah. But everything else from it changed. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um. What a wild ride. Yeah. Tell me about
0: it. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like everybody grew apart. Yeah. And we've become so distanced in so many ways now. And yeah, I mean, you end up like, I mean, just take like next time you go to the station, like you're talking or just talking to another person. How often do they actually have like their phone out and they're like, they're texting multitasking at the same time. Yeah. So it's like for this, it's like, hey, we get like an hour of. Yeah. Yeah you and me just yeah. reconnecting and like we're bonding over Justin's stories. Sure. And it's been like, it's been helpful to me just to yeah. like reconnect with people yeah. and just talk. Yeah, man. Cause yeah. there's other topics that like, I would like to talk about that are still pretty heavy. <coughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, these things need to be talked about, mm-hmm. especially like in our field.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's
0: like for Justin, it's like we, we all expect like a line of duty death. Mm-hmm. Like, well not expected, but like it's, it's, it's always back there. It's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Never did we expect what actually did happen. Yeah. Yep. So it's the, the loss and the bad calls and the mm-hmm. mental health of it all mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. being able to like talk these things out is kind of like what I'm going for.
1: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a good thing.
0: It's got me like kind of shaking, like talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, like actually like passionate yeah, about it passionate and like it makes it. me sure. nervous and I'm just like,
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel internally like. Internally shaking. Yeah. I, I, that's the way I started today, <laughs> you know, coming up here, yeah. but you know, uh, you get talking and it's, it's better. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like ever since the whole Justin thing, like when I, like when I, when I tell somebody something or like, Hey, yeah, we'll get together. Like I try to be more meaningful about it. Like, right. like, yeah, we're either going to really make this happen or it's like, you know, just being truthful, you know, like, well, You know I'd like to but I don't know if I can you know but like I don't know but it's almost like it's a yeah we'll 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 get
0: together sometime and it's just a way of like politely ending the conversation yes yeah that's what I mean like I'm just trying to be
1: more meaningful like yeah I'd like to but I don't think I can or yes let's make it happen what's your schedule look like you know and like the people uh that are close to me like I've lost I've lost close people you know like I lost my father, my grandfather, uh, the guy that kind of stepped into my, my dad's, uh, shoes when I was still a, you know, impressionable teenager. Uh, he just passed, uh, not too long ago. And then like one of my best friends ever, you know, like I've lost some really close figures in my life and like each step, like, I feel like I've gotten more emotional. Like I just cry for no reasons now, but like, it's because I truly love, like the people I care for, you know, like that love for humanity in a sense, but it's, it's more than that. It's like, you know, the people that I, that I care about or, or know, like I truly love them, you know? And it's like, it's a passion that, that you want to be a good person and you want to, you know, you want to have these relationships with people you care about. And then just life is busy, dude. It is busy. So, uh, yeah. You see one thing yeah it was a big by. plane yeah we got we got a flight path for the ranger school up at our house too your that helicopters happened. all the time oh, yeah. when we were in blue ridge <laughs> it's like you
0: just see ospreys and blackhawks yeah and you're like, yeah it'd be like right before shift night i'm like i got a test in the morning <laughs> yeah no <laughs> like joke Dermax, I'm like, shut up uh,
2: yeah.
0: um but yeah i i get it. it's like the um <laughs> just kind of lost my train of thought on it all but uh just the whole reconnecting with people yeah. in like, purposeful conversation. Yeah, man. Um, just spending it, time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's good stuff. And
0: sometimes it's nobody really wants to talk about Justin. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes it's like you just – you like you want to talk about it, but like you don't want to – it's almost kind of like a De- Debbie Downer kind of thing. Like, yeah. wah, wah, wah. See,
1: I'm the exact opposite. Like I love to bring up. every Anytime I can, I'll bring up or if I think of something – that relates to Justin I'll bring it up but you can tell it's usually awkward for the other people Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly but I'm I'm very outspoken so I I say it anyway uh, I, I thrive on the on the awkwardness I guess but um it helps me you know I don't know I hope I'm not damaging other people by bringing it up but I just think they're it's just awkward you know for people because it's a you know touchy subject
0: yeah I mean it is uh I mean, you, you got the band on, too, and like mm-hmm. we, we both do, and um, the memorial bracelets. Um.
1: Great idea, by the way. I'm glad you had these made. Thank you. I haven't taken mine off, really, since since it happened. Nice. <laughs> to take a shower, that's about it.
0: Um, yeah, it's like you have, like, a bad day or, like, something's going bad, and yeah. it's, like, it it's not the most comfortable bracelet. Yeah. It's like, but I, I think I like the fact that it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you kind of you move your wrist yeah. and you feel it, and you're like, oh, the date.
1: Yeah, like the the bunk rooms in the in the station mm-hmm. twenty one. It's drywall, you know, and like putting my bed sheets on at night. This thing catches the drywall, and there's like a indention in the drywall now for me study, making my bed every night up there, you know. Yeah. But like,
0: I mean, man. it's it's a nice reminder of like, hey,
1: it's a piece of Justin with me. But you all, know?
0: for me, it's also like. Uh, it's not as bad as it can be. Like you having a bad day, yeah. and it's like, oh well. yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's actually not too bad.
1: No, you're right. You're yeah, right.
0: It's a it's a good reminder to to stay positive. And, um
1: yeah, you and Kevin talked about on your on y'all's podcast about like carrying more. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm the same way. When y'all were talking about it, I was like
0: exactly the same thing. Yeah,
1: I used to just keep it in my truck. And yeah, same thing. Now it's just always on me.
0: It's it's a very conscious like. Oh, I'm just going to run it. No. No. I'm going to. Yeah. Like I was trying to go into Kroger this morning and I was parked like right next to this lady and she was looking at me and like, you know how you you're gotta like. Get, yeah. Yeah. Like trying you know to sneak gotta, it like, in your pants. Yeah. You got to like get your hip up so that way you yeah. can <laughs> yeah. slide it in. Yeah. And just, what are you looking at? Yeah, me? exactly. <laughs> not trying to like flash my piece. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to beat that dead horse, but yeah. I feel like it's more of more responsible in my opinion to have it on me because I know it's on me. You know, it's yeah. not laying somewhere where I'm like, oh, "Crap, where would I lay that thing last?" Yeah. You know, and I got little kids now, so it's like, you don't want them getting a hold of it. So for me, I feel like it's more responsible to keep it on me to protect the ones I love and other people, and always know where it is.
0: You know, that last gas station on the left before you got to the house, like before. Yeah. You it? Mm-hmm. So the um, in the news, I think it was probably like a month ago now. um... Some dude tried to rob the place. Oh, wow. And was stopped by- All the way up here. Two armed civilians. Yeah, nice. And then- America. Um, There's a third guy in the parking lot, and he ended up like, I think he was waiting on a friend or something. Like, what the hell is taking so long? Yeah. And he ends up going out, and then he's like, yeah. so this one guy like thought he could rob a mm. gas station Ends nope. up getting stopped by three armed yeah, civilians. Like,
1: it's great stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was great stuff. I wish more people would do it.
0: Well, I mean, Georgia's now constitutional carry as yep. well, so like yep. you don't even have to get the permit now, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah,
1: I, my wife finally got it. She's like, "All oh, my friends said I don't need it anymore." I said, "Just get it anyway."
0: It makes, um, but it makes she finally got different it. or like new yeah. firearms or just the the background checks of it all. Like it yeah. makes things easier, way
1: way quicker. Yeah, I've been I've been on her for getting her concealed weapon permit for like ten years now, and she finally got it. So good job, Tori. Yeah,
0: we need to. I need to get Dez on that. Yeah, now that we've. Settled into, like, the final address yeah. for hopefully, like, the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. And I finally got her to start carrying. We got her a little fanny mm-hmm. pack thing, and...
1: Is it appropriate to talk about your house? It's beautiful.
0: Well, thank you. Um, I mean, yours is almost done, too. You finally know. got that CO. Yeah, it's an amazing man. feeling.
1: How long did it take y'all to build this?
0: Um, I want to say we started the last day of February. Okay. Of last year, mm-hmm. or the first day of March. Mm-hmm. But then we were in by... I want to say October.
1: That's quick. Probably didn't feel quick. No, but that's quick. Agonizingly slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah we well, ours is exactly a year. Like literally the weekend. Like l- this upcoming weekend, a year ago is when we moved out, and we'll be moving in this Did weekend. Did
0: you have any snags or hiccups on like certain?
1: um absolutely.
0: materials. Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Like uh, we have friends that we get eggs from, and um, their house is like done. Except for windows. Yeah. No, and they've be been waiting, like, yeah. windows for a year. And, like, ours just flew right up, no problems yeah. whatsoever.
1: It might be just the type of window. Like I told you, we we found the lowest bidder, and it shows, you know, the windows aren't the best, but we got them pretty quick. So, uh, I guess it's...
0: The only problem I have with these two is ladybugs or lady beetles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like They're coming just, in or... Yeah, coming in. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it's just because this is exposed. Yeah um versus upstairs or yeah. if it's just because it's closer to the ground yeah i don't know but
1: we timed like, ours pretty good like lumber came down quite a bit whenever we finally bought the package the lumber package like we we waited as long as we could the biggest the biggest hiccup on material was like concrete for us we took three months i remember you talk about that. like it, we had to wait for two months and then it took them a month because we're also on a hill like you and it rained like all summer so they couldn't get up the stinking hill Eventually, we got it up there three months later. But, um, yeah, like you said, just got the CO, hopefully moving in this week. And Tori cried because we've been living in a camper with little ones and uh, excited it's for an that next chapter. Moment, like, yeah, finally coming in. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Like something that, I mean, you had more experience, or not experience, but like more time in building yours. Yeah. Like, you were the general contractor. Mm, yeah, so. I was the builder. Mm. So you actually got to, like, they yeah it was fun dude yeah. i'd do it again like
1: it was stressful like people say like if you can if you can build a house married and stay married you know like that's a good sign of a marriage right there like All right. <laughs> there was there was a there was a time you know there towards about the middle of it and we were trying to line up material and figure out make decisions right then and there like it got pretty hairy there for a minute but uh
0: yeah it is a stressful yes yeah, it's not like just buying a house. It's yeah. like you're waiting on doing the whole thing and yeah. going through the process. And I'd
1: do it again. I would just live in a house while building one. I wouldn't sell a house and figure out and be a nomad while we're building. So it was a challenge, but it was cool. It was a learning the money experience.
0: of it all. It's just trying to afford both at the
1: same time. Oh man, yeah. It's, I mean, that was it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's yeah, cool, man. I mean,
0: we both went on pretty similar journeys. Yeah. During that time, frame. up in the mountains now, yeah. mountain men. Yeah. Yep, you're in Delano. Delano. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Tori went to school up there in Delano, and and uh, it's always been kind of something that we wanted to move up to. Like,
0: how long is your commute?
1: Uh, from 21, it's just under an hour, like 50 okay. something minutes. Yeah, that's right about mine is. I was about to ask when how far it took you to get down to 23. Um, Luckily, you're right point? on this corridor here on 515, where I've got to cut over. You know, no major interstate or highway really, but but it's a nice drive. It's pretty.
0: I had I got real sick of the the Blue Ridge drive. Oh, the I'm sure. Five fifteen wasn't bad at all, but it was like turning on to uh fifty two and then yeah. Big Creek Big Creek to doublehead. And your parents are up there? Yeah. Yeah. Um Ah. Oh,
1: just How far is it from here?
0: Forty minutes. From here? Mm hmm. <whistles> but they're thirty minutes from anything. Yeah. They're just like so far in the cut. Yeah. That, like yeah. they're backed up to national Forest. like there's Nothing around. Yeah. It's thirty minutes to Blairsville, Blue Ridge, and yeah. L.J. Yeah,
1: yeah. Have you been to like uh, um, Amacola Falls? Oh yeah, I'm only like ten minutes from there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, and then there's that new like Iron Mountain off road park. So and, have you
0: taken Austin to the pond at the the bottom of the falls? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. We've we've uh, we haven't uh hiked all the way up the stairs yet, but we can drive to the top and look at it. <laughs> the stairs are. Uh, I'd like formidable. to do the stairs. I'd like to do them. then them go
0: yet. to think it's uh tocoa to just gorge that's yeah. what
1: it is yeah man i've heard that's a doozy i'd like to do that, that one too.
0: way um des and i went out to colorado and we did um uh, manitou incline okay and it's like just like a mile straight up yeah. hill and i told her i was like same thing with like to Gore just like you take your time i was like if i stop for you i was like i'm gonna feel it yes i, was like, I just have to keep yeah. going yeah i was like i will wait for you at the top and Talula I did one in one go, I just nice. You just, you just yeah. embrace the suck and you just yeah.
1: truck on and Embrace the suck.
0: Manitou I had to I had to stop twice. It was the elevation that got me. Oh yeah, I'm sure.
1: I've climbed one mountain in Colorado. It's called Crystal Light Mountain. I was a part of this thing called Young Life in high school. Okay. And uh it's kind of like a somewhat like a religious organization, but um we went out to a camp out there and we it was thirteen thousand feet and uh, it was hot at the bottom and snowing up top. I don't remember what part of Colorado it was in. I was 17 or 18, I don't remember where it was, but it was cool, I really enjoyed it. So a bunch of mountain biking and hiking from here to my house. We're only about 40 minutes from each other, so there's a bunch, uh, bunch in between.
0: Any big plans for the family, like vacation or adventuring? I
1: got a third on the way congrats thank you it's gonna be here uh early september so we're trying to figure out if we're gonna squeeze in we like doing like a beach vacation you know because the kids are little and they like the beach um so we're gonna try to squeeze a beach vacation in but i don't know we'll see the price of the new house and you know all that stuff
0: everything that's possibly looming yes
1: but uh you know, Tori really wants to take a trip out west, but probably wait till the kids get a little older to where they can enjoy it too and uh,
0: comprehended and yeah their diapers. And their yeah, diapers. I went I went out like
1: to Grand Canyon when I was like four. I don't yeah. remember. I remember like the buffalos or something outside of our cabin. That was about it. So might wait a little longer than four, but yeah, man, not really. What about y'all? Any trips coming up? Nothing
0: right now. I, th- I think we got like a trip in may like we're trying to decide on like a like a mountain airbnb or oh nice go back down to the beach or something we're at uh north carolina for okay. the mountains yeah. and then probably back down to pensacola Y'all like ski and stuff too no it would be like during this i gotcha. in may yeah so you i got gotcha. you um i got her into kayaking oh nice um during covid so okay we would go down the Nautilus and the Tacoa Yeah. She really enjoyed that. And like we bring the dog with and mm-hmm. she wears her little life jacket and she swims around. Over nice. And loves yeah. it. So that's kind of our thing. We were going to try and find like a river that yeah. we could enjoy. She yeah. doesn't care for the, um, the rapids too much, Yeah, but we can do a little ones and twos that are very intermittent. It's fine. Sure. Like the Tacoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's you know. fun stuff. Me and Tori used to do that too until we had kids and we don't do it anymore. Maybe when they get a little older, <laughs> they're too little to put on a kayak.
0: Well, maybe soon but, enough. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Cool, man. Our
1: kids love the outdoors too. So,
0: all right. Well, thanks for coming
1: on. Yeah, yeah man, it was great. Hour. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Thank you. Bye, guys. See you
0: thank you for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please follow us on your favorite podcast app, hit that bell for notifications on new episodes, and please share with a friend. Thank you for all the support so far. I really appreciate it. Have a great day.